So should I, like, go to CNN or something so we can get ourselves good and fucked off for this episode? Or, um... Mm, Yes, you go to CNN and I'll go to Fox News so we can be fair and balanced. (laughs) (laughs) Copy that. They're hiding in your food, maggots in your pizza sauce, and other unavoidable defects. Probably (laughs) like human feces. Oh, yeah. What? (laughs) Shocking filth legally allowed in your food. Did you know there can be up to 450 insect parts and nine rodent hairs in every 16-ounce box of spaghetti? There's no way to get rid of all the creatures that might hitch a ride along the food processing chain, but the U.S. Food and Drug Administration has set some defect standards to keep them to a minimum. Sweet. I just read that like I was selling something, didn't I? Yeah, it worked pretty well. Oh, shit. Is that bleeding through? It's what bleeding through. Okay, never mind. A, fu- <laughs> a fucking ad. No. Like no, a I pop-up can't. ad came up and it was like Billie Eilish. And it's like, I don't want to hear your mouth. Just shut the fuck up. Please. Was it somebody trying to sell you a MAGA hat because you're on Fox News? The fact that I know who Billie Eilish is is pretty bad. <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, she's a girl that's famous for having Tourette's, frankly. She's oh. a, she's like real fucking edgy. She's an edgelord. She's oh. she's doing the whole Andrew WK shtick like 20 years later, but she's a 17-year-old girl with Tourette's, and it's like, just shut up. Shut maybe up, it's, bitch. Maybe it's not a shtick. Maybe it's uh, time to party. <laughs> okay. I remember Andrew WK. Okay. That's very, very succinct point there, my friend. <laughs> I remember <Welcome>. him. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> All right. I saw this earlier. Um, um, did you see AOC at a town hall? She was uh, talking to her supporters and shit. And then there was somebody saying that climate change is going to end the world sooner rather than later. And what we need to do is start killing and eating the babies. And she had like a shirt on that said, eat the babies. Wow. Okay. No, I uh, I missed that somehow. And Alexandria Cortez is like, okay, we're just going to go on with that. Well, it has now been said, and this is from Fox News, fair and balanced, that it was an extreme right group that put her up to doing that. Furthermore, they think that this person has uh, 
mental health issues. Okay. So that's just your fucking Republican sect being all the more classy, sending people with mental health issues to make the Dems look bad, you know? Well, there's... I have never seen such hatred as I have uh, towards uh, AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Okay. Like, there's fucking Republicans saying she needs to be raped and she needs to be fucking hung. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, people we know have said shit like that. And it's like... Jesus Christ. That is unacceptable. They think, she, they think she's fucking stupid because she's a woman and she's young and she's a liberal. And it's like, god damn, people. That's kind of what I was saying to you off mic earlier about the, uh, the ones who still fuck pigs <laughs> yeah. in yeah. society. And I mean, I, I, I say that facetiously, but I mean, the ones who still... Um, adhere to what the biggest stage these news platforms have as like they're watching the wwe yeah you know what i mean that like they're they're treating it with such legitimacy that it's actually true and not staged do you want to know something really sad and i know these people personally i know at least uh one far right couple that they both believe that the world took a hard right turn, like a bad hard right turn, when women were given the rights to vote. And, shit. and like, the, uh, you know, civil rights movement and all that, as soon as everybody besides the cis white male got any kind of power, that's when the world stopped being great. And, like, the, the woman in this couple... It blows okay, my mind. I was that I was about to ask okay. you that question. The woman it was a heterosexual couple that you were speaking yeah. of. Well, the woman in this couple is like, yeah, I wish I didn't have to work, but I have to work because of uh, equal rights and all that, and it's fucking bullshit. <laughs> it's like, so don't work, go kill yourself. I don't know. <laughs> so, like. Like, they're pissed off because they have the right to vote, because they have the right to work. They have the right to... You don't have to take your rights. I was going to say, here's the thing. Just because you have a right doesn't make it an obligation. That's what a lot of people in, like, say, the Second Amendment debate, for instance, want to to argue about. there's, There's a right there. There's a constitutional protected right. And... It doesn't mean everybody has to do it. Not everybody no. has to like guns or carry weapons. It's it's a <laughs> right. You're allowed to do it, but that doesn't mean that you're fucking obligated. I forget the ramifications of it. It was one of our earlier episodes, but uh, that news article that's like uh, they're going to make us have gay sex now. Oh, what? God, yeah. <laughs> It's like, yes, now that uh, same-sex marriage is legal, they're going to make it... Uh, mandatory. Mandatory. It was something, yeah, something along the lines of it was now going to be mandatory. <laughs> no, that's not the case at all. Like, if if this lady is, is honestly, like, in a, a position in her life where she would rather be a stay-at-home mom, you know, pregnant and barefoot like the Bible tells her that she's she's supposed to do, you know... Feminism and, also allows her to make that decision. 
I know this He's won't surprise not obligated you. Obligated to do anything. I know this won't surprise you, but also a heavy anti-vaxxer, also a uh, homeschooler, also a, you know, you know the type. We know people like that. Science is wrong about vaccines. Yeah. You know. Okay. And their, uh, their biggest claim to fame with that is, well, remember when Ebola was going to take out the United States and it didn't? That means that vaccines are bullshit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, isn't there precautions for Ebola other than vaccinations? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's, like, universal precautions. Yeah. I think they're referred to as universal precautions when it comes to dealing with uh, pathogens and shit. So, you know, vaccines are an important part of the... um, elimination of disease spread and, and you know all that but it's not the only thing but it's a very legitimate and proven to be fucking functional part of disease management and control yeah what a clickbaity article i just clicked on fox news no less <laughs> on get, fox news there's get, clickbait never get, Get this, this headline, at almost 80, Raquel Welch is not fooling anyone. <laughs> Whoa, fuck. Not misogyny, fool- misogyny, my friend. <laughs> she's not fooling anyone with what? The fact that she's 80, I guess. I don't know. And oh, course- see, I didn't, I, I didn't see the picture. It was probably something that I would visually have to see yeah. for it to land the way that they intend. Well, that was I've actually... clicked through like 20 pages and still haven't seen what she looks like now. I guarantee she's better than whoever the fuck wrote this article. <laughs> Some fucking bridge troll named Steve Nash. <laughs> fuck you, Steve Nash. Oh, Brooke I love it. Shields, they're like ragging on Brooke Shields. She still looks flawless. Fuck, these people. Salma Hayek, they're ragging on Salma Hayek. Give me fucking strength. Yeah, how about it? Like, Mia Farrow... Yeah, she was born in 1945. What do you fucking want? Jesus Christ, where is the picture of Raquel Welch? I I have lost interest in Raquel Welch. I'm sorry, Raquel. Well, see, they they got your clicks, but they didn't have anything of value to provide. Did you see uh, anything about Michelle Colts from... Florida, they picked her up after her parents found she was living at home and it says she's 27 years old. So automatically, I'm going to assume there's some sort of mental health issue going on. That might be wrong. That might be wrong. But um, parents called the police because they found a case with 24 pipe bombs in it. Whoa. Yeah. That's not like normal. Wow. They also seized. Keep around. Pistol powder, knives, hatchet, nunchucks, BB pellet rifles, handguns, books, and DVDs on murder, mass killing, bomb making, and domestic terrorism. Jesus Christ. Now, you know. Second Amendment, right. You know. Those have orange tips. They're fucking airsoft guns. You know what would drastically change? 
the whole dynamic on that. She's on the autistic spectrum. You know what would still change the whole political fucking opinion on that? The whole framework of okay. what's held in front of it? Well, if there was any different religious texts found in there. Oh, yeah. If the Quran was found there, yeah. it would immediately be blasted all over the news. Or, you know, yeah. if the Torah was found, even. So I feel like I have to deviate a little bit from the news because I fucking hate politics and shit. Yeah. And uh, on the same day that the the far right has been uh, admitted guilt for the outburst at that town hall and pipe bombs were found and everything, I still have an issue that has not been addressed in this world today. Okay. And that that is the scourge of the fucking Wendigo and it is still out there. <laughs> and just because it's Halloween doesn't mean you need to forget about the Wendigo because he's out there and he'll How? fucking he'll eat your fucking soul, dude. Maybe that's what we have to do at this point. We have to bring back the Wendigo. Bring like, back. There... He's still here. Well, I mean, bring back the um the pathways that he travels on. <laughs> Did you? Uh, I don't know. I, I uh, rewatch or I watched the remake of Pet Cemetery tonight, and that made me remember the Scourge of the Wendigo. And um, did you realize that in the first one, um, Gage was possessed by the Wendigo when they buried him in the Micmac uh, burial ground? You've seen Pet Cemetery, right? Yes, but it's been quite a few oh, years. Yeah. yeah, it could be twenty-five years at this point. It's so fucking back there but yeah um when they buried their dead in this micmac burial ground i think it was micmac i gotta look that up too so i don't sound well it's a fucking fiction story so fucking chill out (laughs) (laughs) word um sorry anyhow yeah anyhow the (laughs) the micmacs as I will continue to call them until I see differently. Um, They boarded off. I don't know if you remember in the first one and subsequently in this uh, new one, there's like a wall of logs uh, right at the outer edge of the pet cemetery. Because the pet cemetery in and of itself was completely innocuous. There was nothing wrong with it. So it was kind of a misnomer, but it was... It was what was outside of the pet cemetery over that wall was the uh, Indian burial ground where the ground had soured and everything. Oh, uh, okay, gotcha. Well, the Native Americans in this story were basically trying to wall off the Wendigo. And when you would bury in that ground, the Wendigo would inhabit and bring back to life the uh, corpses. But. Man, I remember reading about the Wendigo in one of those scary stories to tell in the dark. And yeah. It terrified me then. Like, and it's crazy how far back the Wendigo uh, lore, lore goes, goes back. back. Yeah, like, and there's about, looks like about 25 alternate spellings to the word from different Native American languages and shit. They all came up with 
this spirit that they pretty much all called the Windigo, which was like a wind demon, you know? It lends its name to a controversial modern medical term, Wendigo psychosis. Um, apparently, it is a craving for human flesh and fear of becoming a cannibal. Cool, cool. Apparently, wow. insatiable greed and environmental destruction are also seen as manifestations of Wendigo psychosis. So apparently it's something that's still like taught in folklore today. Yeah. And you know, it's weird though. I've been so worried about the two wolves inside of me that I wasn't worried about the wolf. I was inside. Let that sink. in. Was it? Did it turn around and bite you or something at that point? I mean, is that what like? I'm inside the wolf. I am the Wendigo. I am the mind damn. freak. <laughs> I guess. Did you? Uh, did you drop acid before this episode or? No, I just watched Pet Cemetery. Oh, and... it just has you all kinds of uh, different ways then. Yeah, and I mean that was my two notes for this episode. So Flesh like, Eater of the Forest. We're flying blind now. So essentially it was a <clears throat> it it was their equivalent of the werewolf. Mm-hmm. Relatively speaking. Yeah, but it was also like a like a shapeshifter as well. Like the chupacabra. Kinda, yeah. Um I don't know if you ever heard of the video game. You didn't really have PlayStation, but um, until dark, you don't know till towards the end, but the shit that's killing the teenagers in this interactive horror movie is the Wendigo, and it's like one of the coolest fucking games ever because the goal is to keep all the kids alive on this interactive horror. I own that game. You should play it. It's I cool played shit. a little bit of it. Charity actually was telling me about it, and um, we played through some of it. I do have it. So, yeah. oh, yeah, I'll have to finish that. It sounds... It's really good. Yeah. Um, And the the likenesses to the people in it, like Peter Stormare's in it, Hayden Panettiere's in it, and other people. Rami Malek is one of the mains in that too, and they all look like who they're supposed to be. It's wild. It's like watching a horror movie. So, since we're on kind of like a more spooky season type thing, um, in the free episode this week, we were talking about necromancers. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we had started a discussion about um, legality of your body and medical science and this, that, and the other thing. Yeah. I uh, I don't know where I was going with that, actually. I, uh, I don't either. <laughs> I was just kind of trying to derive, I guess, conversation about necromancy and... Never should have come here. Now you're going to pay. The um, <laughs> You look very fine as a rug cat or whatever. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I never played Khajiit. But... Uh-huh. 
there's a joke nobody's gonna get <laughs> but yeah that's one of those things that we nah fuck it <laughs> did you we see... about it. i think i asked you this before did you see the movie hereditary negative oh my god you want to talk about some fucked up shit like satan and the uh the rebirth of payment and a fucking decapitation of a little girl that may have mental health issues. And yeah, it's a disturbing ass movie. Wow. Yeah. They bring a, uh, one of Satan's knights back. <laughs> it's pretty interesting. Sweet. That yeah. actually sounds pretty rad though. You should check it out. Yeah, I should. Cause it's fucking terrifying, but it's funny if you, uh, actually do a little research and figure out what's going on because about three quarters of the way through that movie you think you know what's going on and then weird shit starts happening and then it doesn't all fall into place until the last scene and then like if you read up on who payman was and everything i think that's the right name payman p-a-e let me make sure i'm saying it right so i can give him his dues P A Payman. Payman. Okay, Payman is a spirit named in the lesser key of Solomon. He's a demon. Uh, I did find what relatively I wanted to talk about necromancers and how about what, it? You, what you can do with your body while you're looking for that. Um, it's it's more about the. Uh, the origin, primarily, uh, necromancy derived from shamanism, most likely, is what's, uh, like, the Greco-Roman times. Because, okay. the, apparently, necromancy was written about in the Bible. Yeah, yeah, it was. And, um, you know, a lot of what we adhere in rare areas that that adhere to like christian theology and stuff you know like a lot of their stuff is derived from the same places that a lot of these folklore creatures are yeah and like stuff with the wendigo and zombies and you know ancient ancestors and stuff like i might be completely wrong on this but like since we we've kind of brought up mental health issues um and I know we've kind of briefly touched on, like, the associations of the mind mm-hmm. with creatures before. I don't know if it was on or off mic. Probably on mic. But, um, like, there's there's a hypocrisy that I found or a double standard that I found in necromancy was, through Mosaic Law, prescribed the death penalty in Leviticus okay. twenty twenty seven, But... Jesus was risen from the dead. Jesus also brought Lazarus back from the dead. Yeah. So, so I mean, Jesus was, is by definition a necromancer. I mean, if we're going to have that semantic argument, yes. Now. I mean, no, there's no argument there. Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead. Well, no, there's right no argument the about that. Yeah. No, that's not the argument. But what I'm saying is. Um, I think there's aspects of it that are viewed from two different frames. Yeah. Even then about 
raising of the dead because shamanism generally speaking isn't an approach to the negative aspects of the spiritual realms yeah um this is kind of loosely associated but i i saw a weird i go searching out the weird conspiracy theories and then i'm like oh i don't know there might be something to this so you go on wiki walks then yeah pretty much but uh i read somewhere that the uh the obelisk they uh, erected for the Washington Monument is actually like a uh, spell catcher, if you will. It's to prevent magic among humankind. Really? <laughs> and that's why it's so tall and everything is to extend its reach and everything so now, humankind it, can't. It's it's on one of the ley lines, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. The 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 the, or the Gaia energy lines or whatever they want to refer to them as this decade. Yeah, I think so. So uh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of a lot of I think what um like the big ass monuments and the Nazca lines and all that shit they're all like interconnected on those I guess energy lines that are in the earth. Yeah. So. If we're going to give credence to that, why don't we go on a fucking rabbit hole here for a minute? <laughs> There's no credence to that. I'm just giving you a uh, conspiracy theory. I so. no. But but I mean, what I'm getting at is in biblical times, they talked about necromancy. In yeah. uh, Native American times, they talked about necromancy. They've talked about raising from the dead since, you know, the dawn so, of man. And then this obelisk is raised 550 feet into the air and magic only barely exists anymore, you know? Coincidence? <laughs> Probably. Wow. That's a different direction for rabbit holes, so we're kind of just like playing Minecraft fucking branch mining <laughs> at this point. Cause, uh, Where I were was, you going? I'm sorry. Fuck, I, you just blew my mind. I don't even remember. No, um... <laughs> The Wendigo, it, would that be considered, like, to try to line all the lures up in, in order? Like, would the Wendigo be, uh, like, a, a manifestation of the negativity that comes with the raising of dead? You know what I mean? Because there's a duality in life. In, Real talk. I think a lot of what we call magic, supernatural, all that shit is probably different iterations of mental illness yeah. and um, like feral people and shit like hey, that. No, your tongue. No, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, though? Yeah, I do. It's like Joe Hillbilly goes off in the woods, loses his fucking mind, gets hairier than normal, and people think he's Bigfoot because he's running around in the woods. I mean... I don't know. I, I want to believe in magic and the supernatural and everything. Yeah. And I've even had little interactions that were like, unexplained, know, not natural. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. You know, but um, yeah, I, I think a lot of the umbrella of it is probably different iterations of mental health issues do you think it's just the tendrils of cthulhu like brushing against your mind or the minds of those who do believe fuck i hope so <laughs> <laughs> end it all just end it already uh, then i won't have to go to work tomorrow yeah how about it 
I mean, wow. there is there is certain certain amount of um, benefit to what could be the unexplained tragedy of mental illness. Yeah, I mean, they say ignorance is bliss. A lot of them oh. are probably ignorant to their foibles, you know. Foibles, even. Foibles. Nice word. Happiness and slavery, you know. Yeah. But I can't find the happiness and slavery anymore. I, you know, in my own time, I've been working on the other project I've been working on, and I'm not going to plug it. You've been working on the wolf inside of you. I've been working on the wolf inside of me, essentially. And um, what I've realized is that all things are important. So it's kind of like both wolves have to eat. No, that's true. I mean, I originally said that, um, like, not facetiously. Like, there really are two, this dichotomy, this duality of everybody, you know? Yeah. And, um, you know, whichever hunger you feed more is the one that's going to grow stronger. There's a lot to be said about that quote when you're not fucking goofing on it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for real. And, you know, I think to to put a more serious um, aspect to what we had just talked about with the different uh, supernatural beings and the different, you know, magics and understandings of the greater universe outside of ourselves. It's like I think there is a certain amount of legitimacy in the mind of those who believe because of the functioning of the framework that we build in our minds yeah, for the interpretation of our reality. Kind of like you have to believe in fairies for Tinkerbell to survive. Yeah, essentially. One of yeah. those types of deals. <laughs> and, and once like the dark, the, the void sets in and, and everything becomes questionably existent, then – a lot of the uh, intoxication of even the the more extravagant parts of mental illness start to go away. Do you think Skynet will ever come alive? <laughs> wow, that was a fucking redirect. Um, no, I was looking at ghosts. Possible. I was looking at ghosts and then I skipped to ghost in the machine. And then I was looking at AI becoming uh, sentient sentient and all that. And it's like, Ooh, yeah, let's talk about Skynet. Now, fuck that. But James Cameron can eat my ass. You know, there is, um, there is an, we should do an episode on the convergence. I don't know if you've ever heard about the convergence, but, um, I don't think so. It is proposed that one day in the not-too-distant future – now, keep that in mind. We were supposed to have hoverboards by now, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Um, One day in the not-too-distant future, we're going to have a convergence. I think it's convergence. I'd have to Google the term to be sure. But um, uh, where man and machine will – there will be like a unifying event or a unifying technology that joins interfaces, man and machine, kind of like Johnny Mnemonic or the Matrix or cyborg cybernetics. cybernetics. Yeah, like the Borgs. 
motherfucking like, cyborg from Teen Titans. Well, cyborg was pretty cool, but um, <laughs> essentially, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm all right with that. They can give me a new spine. I don't care if it uh, the uh, OS takes over my brain at this point. I'd be all right with that. I um spinal operating system taking over. <laughs> You know, and I think at that point, it's not just going to be like a, a societal change in aspects of what we're able to do. But I think religion and our folklore and all of our mysticisms and all these things that we've just been talking about, I think all those are going to change also. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, It's going to take another... Library of Alexandria level tragedy for us to yes. come back to uh, fucking ground zero. But I think the way we're playing it fast and loose with everything, uh, we're pretty close. You know? yeah. yeah, no, I think you're right. I mean, like there is no there's not a lot of fail safes built into like, remember Y2K? Does anybody listening remember Y2K? It was 19 years ago mm. and it was one of the biggest potential catastrophes that we had seen from our merging with technology and it becoming so fucking important on the daily basis financially. Yep. And, um, you know, it, it's only going to take a small oversight like that with as fast and as quick as everything's upgrading and technology's changing. And, you know, now you have to have like 4k plus TVs in order to Blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like, standards are changing so fast, so well, quick. It's We're amazing losing. to me just bringing up 4K TVs when you go back and watch even, like, Twin Peaks, for instance, which yeah. came out in 1990. I look at it, and it's like, this looks like dog shit, you know? Yep. And and it's funny because the CRT TVs, it looked just fine. But because we have so many pixels in our fucking monitors and our screens and such, it's just like... I. I can't see anything. This is retarded. <laughs> well, once we're trying to replicate something that that matches reality when it comes to that. And I think that's what the push is. Like logically the behind the scenes theory of why they keep pushing technology farther and farther and farther on like monitors and TVs and stuff for uh definition, for resolution. Yeah. is to essentially create a, a visual jack into the mind a metaphorical jack into the mind so that the control of the now this is another tinfoil hat theory you know the control of the biggest stages that we have like the left and the right news media platforms um it will become even more absolute because it would seem more realistic yeah and, and those that have delusions or certain facets of their interpretation get skewed in their memory. Like it's going to be something that, that scares them or, or motivates them even more so now because the visual memory is going to almost be as clear as reality. Yeah, I could totally see that. I think we should all just kill And the Sorry, nihilism was, sets in again. That was the Spino OS taking over. 
the spinal OS. Spinal OS from my uh, Doc Ock rig, from my uh, Terminator protocol. Skynet Skynet took over, and now. That is fantastic. I am on the homepage of Wikipedia. Okay. And today's feature picture is the uh, picture of the Milky Way galaxy. Okay. From the European Southern Observatory. It's the European Southern Observatory's Very Large Telescope. It, that's what it's called, Very Large Telescope. Um, it is gorgeous. It's just this big nebulous cloud of it looks like dirt. But there's these little tiny lit dots that are fucking stars with our own solar, you know, their solar systems. And let's, how let's get into this. I'm looking at this picture and the one uh, you just sent me or no, not that picture. <laughs> um, now the picture you're talking about, like, um, I think mankind is fucking seriously deluded if we think we're the only quote intent intellectual life out there, you know? Yeah. Look at all those light sources. Look at all those bodies. Look at that. And that's just the Milky Way system, you know? Yeah. And there's innumerable, innumerable galaxies. Well, that don't we, need, we can't even count the shit, man. We need to find Mass Effect relays, okay? That's the long Here's the, the thing. <laughs> Here's the thing, man. Everything we know has been based on information that we have documented up to this point yeah if in fact there is an ancient technology that we are just unaware of just floating around not far from us i mean look at how much of the earth is covered in water it could just be underwater for christ's sakes you know yeah i mean there were there were stories about atlantis being so so far much more advanced and having technologies that we have yet been able to even replicate well, I mean, look at I just going back to the Library of Alexandria for a second. Yes. And okay. Like all of human history being erased from that point backwards, pretty much, other than what people remembered at the time of that devastating uh, event. Event that fire yeah. and everything, and like basically you had legions of people working overtime to try to document what they remembered of the past from that point and how much did we lose you know well i mean we lost... look, at, look at the batteries they found in iraq that were yeah. uh, supposed to be like thousands of years old yeah and know? they were running light they're bulbs. still running yeah they're still running yeah they were running their own lighting and so... i gotta charge my fucking cell phone twice a day you know well, here's here's a funny thing. I mean, we go to Egypt and we explore these pyramids and we have countless of the most educated people on the planet throwing their mind power at this. Yeah. And let's just say, for instance, at one point in time, it was kind of like an abandoned trailer in Bedford County. <laughs> Somebody rolled in and stole the valuable bits out of it. Yeah. And just kind of let the shell there. Give me damn copper pipes. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, who's to say there wasn't some amount of, like, value to any kind of lighting systems that they would have had or anything like that, and it didn't just get gutted. Yeah. Like, when I was younger, 
and I lived in Cooks, there was an incident where we had train tracks that went through, across our driveway, kind of perpendicular to our driveway. Somebody rolled in and stole over half a mile of these abandoned train tracks for scrap metal. Wow. Now you're talking about a piece of infrastructure that was probably still usable. If it was even more valuable, like yeah. an electric line or something like that, and somebody would snatch that shit up long before these people snatched all this railroad track. Here's my crackpot theory of the week. <laughs> somebody. You mean we haven't gotten there yet? Yeah, well, somebody time traveled back to the Roman Empire and changed all the copper pipes into lead. And that's where all the tap water lead poisoning came from and everything. That's where all the uh, the lead poisoning. I don't know what I'm fucking talking about. Did I discuss that with you or Derek? How um, at the time the Roman Empire being. That was the, you and I. <clears throat> Yeah, being like the most advanced culture and everything. But they fucking poisoned themselves with lead pipes, you know? Yeah, and, and that just. Um... That just shows you how valuable all facets of education are. Yeah. Because, yes, they had the grandest um, society at the time, and they had all this technology and all this and that. But medical science and what elements and things do to the human body, they were still working on, like, humors and shit back then. Yeah. So they didn't understand the chemistry aspect of they lead didn't, poisoning. They and, didn't understand you don't drink out of lead and you don't smoke out of copper. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the, the farther we go broadening all of our aspects of education, the more advanced we're going to become. And when we adhere to things that are blindly followed. Yeah blindly um non-questioned it's gonna it's gonna hinder us moving forward i mean we're trying to evolve so to speak as a as a race of of sentient beings like no, we still not. have we, <laughs> for Christ's sake look at the bipartisan political systems and everything yeah we're all fucking humans and we fight over the stupidest shit like we're still animals with clubs what it what it really needs to happen <laughs> we need an independence day level extinction level event with uh alien intervention for us to become one human fucking unity to unity to colony unity. yeah like jesus christ we uh as as, as i'm not going to use the word drastic anything but um semantically here because i do i i agree with you 100 percent on that um but drastically changing the understanding of our position in the universe i think is really the only way that yeah. we're gonna we're gonna create unity because there's still so much of um this group versus that group versus same-sex marriage just became legal like five years ago. Jesus Christ, a hundred years ago they were giving you heroin for fucking ear aches and like yeah. throat aches and shit. Yeah. And then, hey, every, wait a second, heroin isn't good for you, you know? Every single day they're they're 
trying to make breakthroughs in science. And there's millions and millions of people that are trying to 100% disprove science as a legit way of thinking. Yeah. As opposed to maybe trying to unify the fact that let's just propose there is a God, an almighty being. If we're given this information yeah. by that God, wouldn't it be used to maybe keep our asses alive? Yeah. Or to maybe understand it, her, him, them better? You know yeah. what I mean? Like it just – it fucking bewilders me that like – People want to think in this box that they're given, and, and they'll, they're just comfortable sitting in it. Like back to that couple that we were talking about earlier in the episode. Like just because the, the female was born with a vagina and the male was born with a penis, that doesn't mean that they have to adhere to thousands of years of social programming. I, Yeah, and I mean – God, like, how much is lost in translation if you're going to just adhere to the biblical scripture for everything in your life, you know? Like, like I said before, I guess you're supposed to send your uh, better half out into the woods every time she's unclean with her menses when you're fucking, you know, if she's raped, you can sell her to the fucking uh, rapist. Like, that shit's all in the Bible, too. Yeah, I know. We we've spoken on that before, and it, it's. I mean, it's, those are the two most ridiculous ones that I keep going back to. There's, but. I'm sure, there's equally a lot more disgusting ones and ridiculous, just ludicrous shit in there. Yeah. Um, it's been it's been a while since I've even seen a Bible, let alone like studied one. But uh, I started searching for ridiculous things, and I came up with ridiculous things in the Bible. So on Google. Yeah. Was that a search that you have made before? No, it just auto. When fighting another man, chop off his wife's hand if she grabs your genitals. Deuteronomy 25, 11, and 12. Wow. You can't wear clothes made of both linen and wool. That's in Leviticus 19, 19. I don't know, because people are stupid. Well, was that like a, a... reefer madness hemp is bad kind of thing back then Probably. like whether you know was it certain I women women suspected of adultery have to drink dirty water and it, this water causeth the curse curse shall go into thy bowels to make thy belly to swell and thy thigh to rot numbers 5 11 through 31 uh what okay i found one i i did a search i think we're on different websites i found something that is horribly offensive and problematic to me in a hypocritical kind of way and i'm going to preface it with i work for a company who is very adherent to christian values yeah okay now the ridiculous thing passage that's from the bible deformed people cannot approach god for whatsoever man he be that has a blemish shall not approach a blind man or a lame blah 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 
he shall not come nigh to offer the bread of his God. Leviticus 21, 18 through 21. Leviticus is just a fun-filled chapter, isn't it? That is where a lot of the ridiculous, misogynistic, uh, and I think... Also draconian to the point that nobody fucking adheres to it unless it fits their agenda. And you know? 100% of the Bible is is God's word to the majority of of people who walk that life. Now, yeah. why would you create a company in order to nurture and care for the deformed and the meek in the eyes of God and claim that it's God's work? Yeah. If you're only doing it to make yourself feel better. Yep, that's all it is. It's better to put on a face, I guess. Well, and, you know, people want to say that they're doing God's work when they're helping others. And, you know, they're, that that whole, like, thing that I'm looking at, that I'm reading, really, really um, makes it more of a selfish act in my eyes. Yeah, for sure. God, fuck you, website. God, I hate listicles. And the way they balk. Seven Bible verses Christians hate. Ooh, yeah, baby. Okay, here's, some of this. here's one that may have some relevancy to the thing that you were talking about earlier. If you disobey God, you will eat your babies. Nice. Leviticus 26, verses 27 through 30. The fuck does that mean? If in spite of this you still do not listen to me but continue to be hostile towards me, then in my anger I will be hostile towards you and I will myself will punish you for your sins seven times over. You will eat the flesh of your sons and flesh of your daughters. Jesus Christ. Yeah, like that's fucking That's he's kinda hard to misinterpret. On that one. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. <Yeah. laughs> Like, whoa, pull it back there, bud. That's elbows and knees to the rib cage when you're trying to get an alley oop. I mean, fuck. Yeah. Oh, come on, you stupid fucking website. Um, new login on my Pinterest account? I don't have a Pinterest account. Go fuck yourself. Oh, my God. Yeah. Did you ever think about what Passover is? That's downright fucked. Uh, you're gonna have to enlighten me because I there's certain things that I removed from my memory because I just couldn't fucking care anymore about them. Painting the header of your uh, door with blood to keep oh, God from killing your kids. Firstborn. That's where the firstborn comes from, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's why a lot of doors are red. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like. Everything I mean, I, sucks. I, I know we're, yeah, I know we're going kind of hard on Christians in this one, but they're the loudest and the proudest when it comes to the hypocrisy that they 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 envenom into the people. Yeah, that's just it. If you don't believe what I'm saying, then you can die and go to hell. Yeah. I mean, there's two hells in each of us. Yeah. <laughs> The, what? 
<laughs> you just agree with that. No, I I was agreeing like I yeah. <laughs> I, it made sense in, in the moment as to what you were saying because like you either have the hell that you live to attain what heaven or the hell that you have to look forward to if you live life. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Ain't that the truth? I have, the and truth. this is this is going to be completely off tangent. I bought a bag of miniature skeletons yesterday, <laughs> and I have them on my desk right now. And I've been, it's one of the things that like I do to, um, I guess stim. We'll say like yeah. I play with them and like throw them up in the air and just watch all these skeletons fly everywhere. <laughs> I was I wanted to get little trumpets and like hot glue them to their hands so they can dude it up so they can do and I was gonna like put them around the house and stuff but I'm pretty sure that would uh, not fly real well <laughs> <laughs> so um god I don't know what the fuck what do you mean what the fuck where Hold to on. go from there? Oh, it's fake. God damn it. I just saw an article that David Lynch announced a 2020 presidential run. And it says it's from the fake news network. So now I'm just going to cry. I got so excited for a second. It's like, I don't give a fuck what he believes. I'm voting <laughs> David Lynch. <laughs> Let's make... Let's make America more like Twin Peaks. That's just what we need. <laughs> I think um, that is how Trump got elected, was just the fact that he had all these fans and all these people he did business with, and he has I all mean, this... That's how Obama got elected twice. Well, and and I think that breaks our system, essentially. Yeah. Because... You have to already have, like, I'm 35. Next year I could run for president at 36. You're of age. Do it. To run for president. Yeah. But other than, like, we have a hard time advertising our fucking podcast. Yeah. How would we get in even a noticeable circle to to get elected? You've got to be a belligerent cocksucker. (laughs) I mean, you got to spray tan your face and be a belligerent fuck and well there is that it, it helps to defraud people to the point where you're a billionaire and uh then bankrupt yourself and then do it again and again and it, i mean is this is this where the shepherd and the sheep stories from the bible come into play i mean is that like where we get the uh folklore of of that because yeah, that's something much. that's that's something that's existed for all times as well because politics has been since man has started leading man yeah that's something that has existed also is politics just yeah. as religion and um you know there's always been followers and there's always been leaders so it starts with charisma and it definitely helps to have money yeah. That's where we fall short because I'm charismatic as fuck. I don't <laughs> I, I think you are more so than me, so I would vote for you. 
Well, that's all right. We'll we'll go into it as the Brubaker brothers. Could you? I'll be your that I'll nightmare? be your VP. I'll just stand there and look smug the whole time. <laughs> Don't say and a I'll, word. I'll and hold that's... my chin. I'll grow a little bit of a goatee out and I'll just hold my chin. That's your fucking shtick. That <laughs> is my shtick. You'll just stand there and glare at people. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, every now and again, people will ask me questions, and I'll probably just drop a sweet hail Satan, and <laughs> they'll divert back to you, our president, at that point. This, this just in, VP Jason has broken his silence to say hail Satan. Um, I'm just imagining both of us. You you watched Breaking Bad, right? I did. Do you remember the Salamanca twins? Yes. They didn't say shit. They just wore suits and fucking sunglasses and stared at people. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm imagining are. I was thinking more like the Gecko Brothers, but... <laughs> <laughs> Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong. <laughs> <laughs> it's somehow not as cool, though. Or maybe cooler. I guess that depends on what you're into. Do you remember that scene in Red Dragon where Dollar Hyde is glued to the fucking wheel, uh, the wheelchair and set on fire? Uh, it's been a little while since I've seen it, but that sounds like something I would probably want to rewatch. It's because he was a fucking snitch. I think. I can't remember either. I just remember, uh... Not William H. Macy. What was his name? He always talked Ra- like Ray Fines? No, not Ray Fines. Uh, it was the guy that died of heroin that always talked like this. Oh, oh, oh. I'm seeing his face, but I can't fucking remember. He played uh, fucking... Capote. Capote. Um, man, I hope one of you listening to this are like screaming his name right now because yeah. we're both fucking retarded. I I know who you're talking about. He OD'd like he didn't do heroin for a long time, and then he's like, ah, fuck it, I'm gonna bang some dope, and he died from it. <laughs> don't spoke spike that. Don't spike your arms, kids. Yeah. Red Dragon. Let's see. Did you ever see the Manhunter version of that movie? What a mm. piece of shit. No, I haven't. With uh, Brian Cox as Hannibal Lecter. Philip Seymour Hoffman. God there damn. it is. And he was oh, actually Freddie Lowndes. Ray Fiennes was Dollar Hyde. I had the names switched. I uh, Did you happen to watch the uh, Mads Mikkelsen Hannibal? I watched the first season addictively and then kind of tapered off. Didn't end up watching the rest of it. But it was some of the imagery and that was fucking buck wild. Yeah, they definitely handled that. Um, I didn't watch it, but from what I've seen of it, they handled that um, pretty awesomely. Like, one of my things that I'm into is, like, ID Network and true crime and all that shit. And, um, you know, that series has always, like, kind of been really interesting to me. Yeah. I, I don't think that we see enough of it in... I mean, it... They make horror movies, but it's just like, oh, God, there's a thing, and it's going to kill us all, and it fucking kills us all. But it doesn't – they don't go into a lot of why. 
Yeah, I feel like a lot of horror movies in and of themselves are just kind of cheap. Like, you got the monster, like your Jason, Freddy, Michael Myers, all that. They're they're good, cheap fun. And yeah. then you got and then you got like the torture porn ones like Saw and Hostel and shit like that. And yes. That that made you think a little bit, but like I miss the shit like Silence of the Lambs that is a horror movie, but it's for a totally different reason. Psychological horror. Yeah, maybe that's what I need yeah. more of cuz well, and they don't really make them because the draw to the genre requires um a need for more than just that cheap thrill that cheap excitement the gore i mean there's i'm not saying there's anything wrong with people that like watch gore you know like gory horror movies or that like that's their pick that's their choice you know what i mean but like i as a media consumer require a certain a better story than like oh it's pretty much why I watch hour-long dramas rather than movies, because movies are just fucking, you know, like, I think, they show all the good parts in the trailer, and then they just, it's not great. Well, I think a lot of, um, you know, society, and that's where Netflix and, and those streaming services that started doing their own series really started to find their niche also was the fact that an hour and a half long movie is one episode of one of these series. So you have a lot more story and character development and, and and everything that can go into it uh, that it just, it just makes it more worthwhile for an investment wise. You know what I mean? Because if I'm watching a movie and I don't necessarily get certain information about why a character is a certain way, I'll make that shit up. And then it becomes a movie in my own head. Yeah. You know what I mean? And when I try yeah. to explain it to people, it's like, what the fuck are you even talking about? <laughs> so oh, sorry, you can't keep pace with what I'm thinking. <laughs> well, it's I it's just the way that my idiot brain works is like I try to fill in blanks or, or I try to like extrapolate as as often as I can to try to get a better picture of what I'm observing or what I'm experiencing. Yeah. And I think that's why I pretty much stopped watching movies for the most part. Like I haven't watched, I watched one movie recently. It was uh, five feet apart and it was really good. I, uh, I watched two today and it's the first time I've watched a movie in forever. And let me just say about the, uh, ADD generation, uh, coolest Spider-Man movie I've ever seen. I, I waited all this time to watch Spider-Man Homecoming, which is like one or two behind. But Dez was all fucking psyched to watch it. And about halfway through, he's like, I'm bored. And he started playing fucking Roblox. And it's just like, good God, dude. I'm sorry there's any kind of uh, talking in this. And it's not all action all the time. People just don't want any exposition anymore, you know? Well, and I think you're right. It does come a lot from our culture that we're living in today. The fact that uh, shit like Vine existed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That did such a disservice to the way social media is utilized today. Yeah. Because everybody expects, like, Vine kind of burn itself into all the other 
platforms out there, sure. even though Vine dissolved at this point. You got to do setup and punchline in six seconds. It's yeah. going to fucking very yeah. short. Shorten up the attention span. Exactly. If you can't sell whatever you're trying to sell, whether it's a joke, a product, an idea, or anything, in six seconds, people are going to move on. Yep. Which is pretty much the the name of the game. Well, it's it's ridiculous because we're breeding an impulsive society at that point. Yeah. Well. And, And when impulse takes over, I mean, you have you have so much um shorter of a window of like goals you know what i mean like we're gonna get to a point where we're gonna forget that bridges need maintenance because we're worried about you know the next eyeshadow palette coming out or whatever because it's all that's being seen it's all that's being consumed they're not gonna do like a six second you know pennsylvania Pendot's not going to do a six second thing. Hey, fix your fucking bridges. You know what I mean? I fucking, be- jo- I fucking jokingly said it. I feel like this is uh, germane here. I jokingly butchered this on another episode. And since I uh, pretty much did the two wolves thing seriously, this one, honestly, verbatim. Only when the last tree has died and the last river has been poisoned and the last fish has been caught will we realize we can't fucking eat money, people. You know, like, yeah, God damn, we're destroying ourselves for capitalism and for late stage capitalism is where we're at now. We're at a point where companies that are coming up with things are being eaten up by other companies and we're not even looking at what a monopoly is anymore. Disney owns 80% of our intellectual property that we're supposed to be consuming on an ADHD level basis. And I say this with the duality of the words of it, but all they want to push is comic book movies. Which I I love comic books and I love comic book movies, but there's no intelligence there. Twenty years ago, we used to get beat the fuck up for reading comic books. Yeah, I mean, if I wore a Superman shirt to school, I'd be called faggot forever. Yeah, you and, know? and and that's what happened. I know no, it is. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of those things that like I cannot believe that back then the way things you know were is the norm and standard today and it's where the biggest monies are yeah yeah there's money and hate there's money and fucking uh well there's i yeah i know what you're saying though like um for real i remember distinctly having a conversation in gym class about being a mega faggot because i liked uh the x-men yeah and, um, I mean, it wasn't, I don't even know if I was out of high school before the Brian Singer, the first Brian Singer X-Men movie came out. That was fucking amazing. Oh yeah. And I remember that one. That one was rad, man. Introduced the world to Hugh Jackman pretty much. And then like, I think that's sh- what set it off was pedo Brian Singer and his vision of the X-Men, which, you know, it was flawed. But it was the best thing we had. 
20 years in, I'm still waiting for a good gambit, but... Yeah, Patrick Stewart as... Uh, oh, that was Professor Xavier? Yeah, that well... Would, that would have been retarded if they didn't. But, like, every time I hear... Like, I heard rumors forever that Channing Tatum was going to be Gambit, and I went... That would, oh, that would sell. That would definitely sell. Oh, yeah, it would sell. But I went the full Gambit, the whole Heath Ledger Gambit of what the fuck would they do that for, too? That would be really good to... Man, mm-hmm. now I really desperately want to see this, you know? Well, I remember, um, since we're on casting and stuff, when Jared Leto was named selected whatever as the joker in the suicide squad Mm -hmm. era um there was a lot a lot of people that were bitching about it you know i still haven't seen that movie i watched part of it i didn't watch the whole thing i think i fell asleep actually but now we're we're on the what is it actually the release day of the joker movie with Walking yeah, Phoenix. I think it came out tonight. Yeah. And like all that all that hate and all that everything like now became like an incel fanboy movie extravaganza. Yeah, I I still don't understand that. I keep seeing pictures on um Reddit of people that are working in ticket booths and stuff with like signs on their cash register, which I mean, any more than anything else could be faked. I guess they could have printed it out and put it on the cash register, took a picture and took it down. But like, uh, the one said, in case you think this is fake news and the uh, sign said something in the wheelhouse of no single viewers will be admitted like they're not letting incels or single viewers in to watch the Joker movie. What the fuck is this? Well, I think we are overcompensating and, and it's almost a a knee jerk reflex to the fact that people are taking almost any big media driven opportunity to, to kill one another at this point. Yeah. So back in the day, in Roman times, the entertainment used to be people killing one another. Yeah. Now, in our society, entertainment serves as a backdrop to people killing one another. Okay. If yeah. that makes any sense. It makes total sense, yeah. So we've gone from a multi-billion dollar industry that is only serving as a backdrop to fuel what we've done since we use tools. Like, I mean, this is going to sound ludicrous, but if there are people who really carry that capacity, why don't they, I don't know, do something productive with it? Like breathe dirt (laughs) or, Pound sand up their ass. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a good a place as any to end it up. I, think. I yeah yeah I think so. <laughs> that was that was the best organic one ever. 
<laughs> See you next time, guys. Later.